the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line. News Radio 610-K1A. Happy Tuesday. The phone number is 547-1610 if you would like to get involved. You can also reach us via email, 610k1a.com. Bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. On Twitter, bottom line 610, parlor, the bottom line 610. And Ed... Yes, well, we we have a Facebook page now too. We do. We do. We have a Facebook page. Is that wise? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, we we well, have. I'm f- just I'm just saying that it, <laughs> at the rates that certain leaning uh, people and entities are being deplatformed, we are flying in the face. There we go. Of the deplatforming, you've been warned, Zuckerberg. That's right. We're coming for you. Um, we now have a Facebook page, The Bottom Line 610, on Facebook. So uh, we certainly would appreciate a like and a share on Facebook. Um, and, of course, the mobile app at the Google Play and Apple Stores, absolutely 100% free. And now, of course, with the Facebook page, people can mess- use Messenger to contact us during the show. So it's another avenue for people to get involved during the program as well. And uh, one of the things that I want to mention um, right off the bat, because this is breaking news, um, Senator Chuck Grassley has announced that he is COVID positive. Yeah. Um, Senator Grassley just took part in a session on the Senate floor, in fact, and has uh, decided to reveal that he is COVID positive. Positive. Um, Senator Grassley, one of the longest-serving senators in the Senate. In fact, if I remember correctly, he did miss a vote today. Yeah. And, and it was mentioned that there are only five senators who would have been there. <laughs> only five. There should be zero. Um, there are five senators that were there the last time Senator Grassley did not take part in a vote. Uh, he he does not miss votes. Um, the guy is eighty seven years 87. old, by the way, and, and, and that's important because, unfortunately, what I think is going to happen here is that, regardless of the result, regardless of whether or not Senator Grassley uh, succumbs or overcomes COVID nineteen, it will be politicized. It will be used by one side or the other side to further their messaging. If the senator does not overcome COVID-19, it will be used uh, by those to um, forward and and finger wag and point. And if Senator Grassley does survive, it will be used by others to say that, see, it's not as bad as you keep telling us it is. Both points are wrong. And both points are absolutely irresponsible. You don't use a human being as a weapon in a pandemic, especially an 87-year-old who contracts COVID-19. If Senator Grassley recovers, and I'm sure everyone hopes he does, because if you wish him, if you wish that he does not, you do not have a soul. It's already been checked at the uh, cloakroom for hell. 
Um, no one wants to see anyone die of this. So if the senator recovers, it's a good thing. If the senator doesn't recover, it will not be a good thing. But either way, it should not be used for advancement of an agenda. He did one way send, or the other. He did send out a tweet, or as people did, or you know, whatever. Um, a tweet was sent out saying that he had tested positive for the coronavirus and that he'd be following doctor's orders, CDC guidelines, and continue to quarantine. He did say, I'm feeling good and will be up on my uh, work for the people of Iowa from home. So, pretty positive message. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, he's he, look, he's not going to send out a message saying, I've got the chills and the sweats and I'm barely, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to stand up. He's going to send out a message of positivity, regardless of what how he currently feels right now. Any Anybody wants to put that off, no matter who they are. But... Everyone will be watching Senator Grassley like a hawk to see how he progresses in this and what happens. And um, like I said, I hope against I, I hope to hope's end that the man is allowed to recover. And however this turns out um, is not used as a political weapon to further any agenda. That's all I can hope. Well, I just, you know, the mainstream media does that all the time. They use stories to further an agenda. And uh, so, I, you know, you can be hopeful that that will happen, but I'm not. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I mean, we're, I mean, just because the election is over doesn't mean we're not incredibly polarized, uh, not incredibly polarized anymore. We are. And it's, you know, for for all of Joe Biden's wishes that we all uh, come together and uh, and get along, uh, that's not happening. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Oh, I was just calling the main station. Sorry. Well, that number is 547-1618. That's right. Our our number for our show Five four seven one six one zero. Yes, if you use one six one zero, you're going. You're going to wind up on the air. Yeah, just, just from three to five. You that's are. right. You are. Um, and and, I, and I, I'm not. You know, I'm, fortunately, this is still relatively new that I haven't seen any uh, any negative social media posts yet. But you know, they'll be flying out. Oh, it just came down a few minutes ago. Give yeah. it time. Give, give, give it 10 minutes and people will be wishing for his death. So. Oh, you know there there will be. The tolerant left will be, will be yes, they'll be they'll, they're, they'll they're, be looking to pick up another Senate seat in that's, Iowa that's right. that they didn't know that they had the possibility of getting before. That's yes. right. Yeah, it, it won't be, well, there will be some wishes of his death, but sure I think will. more often it'll be uh, things like, oh, who do we know in Iowa who could be senator now? Right, exactly. Now, I, I want to take, I want to go off in in another direction here. And, um, you know, back at the beginning of the pandemic, um, do you recall... It's been a long time. I don't know I if know. I can think back that far. Been, it seems like forever, doesn't it? Uh, do you recall a, a, a press conference that Dear Leader had uh, where he just talked up Governor Jared Polis of, of Colorado? 
Well, yeah. Where he just, I mean, he was just talking about like what he was doing, and it's great, and it's wonderful, and everything else. And well, Colorado's part of the coalition, right? Well, we told you yesterday that that Jared Polis was was backing and promoting uh, a relief package for bars and restaurants and so on and so forth that would it would include tax breaks. Oh, boy. An incentive. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what Governor Jared Polis, the donkey of shame Hall of Famer's hero, did today? Mm. Something else that our governor will never do. Call a special session. Oh. He's called a special session in Colorado to focus on the relief package for those businesses. Now, number one, we know Jay Inslee would never put something like that on the table in the first place, propose a tax break for businesses that are struggling in COVID-19. Unless it was Boeing. No, that would even, even Boeing, I don't know if he would do it at this point. Well, in time. at this point, no, but no. he only gives tax breaks to large corporations that have right that have special interests that donate to his campaign so he will not in any way shape or form ever consider ever consider giving a tax break to small businesses in washington state to help them and we know he's not calling a special session so two more significant failures to pin on the tail of the donkey of shame hall of famer um because once again he's being outdone. Oh, and Jared Polis is a rookie governor too, isn't he? Oh, see, there it is, right there. He's he, rookie he, governor. He, he isn't doesn't. He? he doesn't know yet that governors, Democratic governors in Western states, they got this. They don't need any help. Yeah, you know, there's they that don't thing. need any help from from lawmakers or you know anybody else. They got this. Yeah, but there's that there's that question of whether Colorado is actually a western or a midwestern state. Oh please, they are not midwestern. I don't know. I guess it depends on who's in office. <sighs> I lived in Colorado. Based they, on they, the dude. Okay, if you want to say mountain mountain time zone, that's fine. They are not Midwest. Oh, my gosh. I shudder. I shudder <laughs> at that thought. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom line's page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610-KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. It's Tuesday afternoon, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved in the program, make sure you swing by CBD American Shaman across from the Great Elevator in Kennewick. If you are having some discomfort, they may have the products that will help you. And to top it off, they're back with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can stop by CBD American Shaman, try their 100% all-natural CBD products, whether it's an edible, a tincture, a topical, water-soluble as well. You can stop by, try the product. If in 30 days you don't see the results that you want, bring it back. Full money-back guarantee with CBD American Shaman across from the Great Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. You know, as things continue to go on, in the the presidential election, um, 
we, you know, there's a there's a case being heard today in um, Pennsylvania, one of the lawsuits, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because we we continue to hear this significant push for President Trump to concede, right? Do you remember about mm, six weeks ago, roughly, when Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden not to concede under any circumstance? Yeah. Is it a, so it was okay for Joe Biden not to concede under any circumstance, but Donald Trump has to concede yesterday. Again, it was another example of this projection that I keep talking about. I've been talking about this for months now, that... And it, it seems to be coming from one side against the other. I, you know, there's no other way to put it that Democrats will say things or have concerns over things or try to warn people about things that, you know, that that Trump or the Republicans or this administration might do or say when, in fact, it's starting to look more and more like they're the ones doing it. And so Hillary didn't, you know, Hillary didn't uh, take losing 2016 very well, but she was out there. You're right. She was out front telling Joe not to concede on any in in, under any circumstances. So now and and you and I were talking about this. Let's 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 go down this rabbit hole for a minute. okay? what is the point really of conceding an election? At what point? So at some point, one of the two candidates realizes he or she is not going to win. And it's a uh, what a gentlemanly thing to do or gentlewoman thing to do. Yeah, it's a custom. That's right. It's customary for the losing party to concede at some point. Now, in the case of a very close race or possible recounts or even possible court action, one side doesn't concede right away. You know, you might go through a a recount or two and then the concession speech comes. Trump has said that he is not going to concede anything. Oh, my gosh. Clutch the pearls. There's something there's something wrong. You know, there he goes breaking those norms again. Well, whether you like it or not. This is tied up in court. There are recounts going on. And all I hear from my uh, my friends, who are, are actually my friends on the left, is excuses. Well, you know, even if such and such a state goes, you know, even if a recount goes, he's not going to make up the, 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 the deficit. He's not going to win that state. Well, even if he does win that state... You know, Joe Biden just has so many more electoral votes. And I say he doesn't have any electoral votes right now. He has projected to win electoral votes. Nothing happens until the votes are certified. Now, I went and looked this up. There are a couple of states who have already certified their vote counts, like four five or six. OK, most will be certifying in the next few weeks up until first part of December even. I, I think Washington State doesn't 
certify its uh, ballot counts until the first week in December. So at which point then you go through the electoral college process. This doesn't happen overnight. Why is there such a rush? Is it simply because they 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 want that moment where Trump concedes the election? Probably. It's probably that. There are some that believe that Trump is not doing it just to mess with them. Well, that could be it, too. But let's say for sake of argument, Trump comes out tonight and says, I concede this election in front of the entire country and the entire world. But the lawsuits continue and the challenges continue. So, again, my point is that it's a pointless thing. Yeah, it may be something that you you do or candidates do for decorum's sake. But in all reality, if you're President Trump and you have said for some time that this is a quote unquote rigged election and you are going to stand by that claim come hell or high water all the way to the end, whether he whether he wins that fight or not, if you're going to stick with that claim, of course you're not going to concede. Is and then you got then you got these people that are chiming in that you know the fate of the nation rests on Trump conceding this election. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And and Dr. Fauci for crying out loud saying that you know all these people are going to die from COVID because Trump is not conceding the election. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. This has always been a state issue. This has not been a national issue. This has always been a state issue. And there are states like Washington and Oregon that are going through a really tough time with COVID right now. And it has zero to do with who is sitting in the Oval Office. I don't care what people say. So this whole notion of conceding the election is just noise. It is just noise. And honestly... Even if you voted for Joe Biden, does it really matter to you? If you voted for Joe Biden and and you believe that, you know, there's there's little to nothing nefarious about the election, it's not going to get challenged, it's not going to get overturned, then fine. You will have your day in January when he and Kamala Harris take the oath of office. You will have your day. And you will be very happy that day. So why expend energy on whether or not Trump, who you hate anyway, concedes the election or at what point? I just don't get it. 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us as well by going to the website, 610kona.com, the bottom line page. You can send us your question or your comment. And I finally get to say, or go to Facebook because our show page is now up, the bottom line 610. You can uh, check that out, like the, uh, the show page. Heck, share it with your friends. See if they'll like it too. Why not? 
You can send us a message uh, via that platform as well. Back with more of The Bottom Line after this. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547 1610. If you want to get involved, swing by Perfection Tire. They've got four locations here in the Tri Cities for you to choose from. They've been here for almost 60 years serving this community. You can visit their website at PerfectionTire.com to find all the services they provide to keep your car running smoothly. It's more than just tires. It's brakes. It's shocks. It's struts. It's tune-ups. Check PerfectionTire.com or stop by one of the four locations here in the Tri-Cities today. 547 if you want to get involved. You know, Ed, one of the things that's been pushed uh, recently um, is this idea, and uh, I think it was started by, I think uh, AOC was the first one, and then Elizabeth Warren chimed in, the senator from Massachusetts, uh, about Joe Biden should immediately, via executive order, forgive all student loans that exist. Yes. Okay. So you know what Joe's response is? Oh, Chuck Schumer also suggests that he should do it through executive mm-hmm. action. Well, yeah. So Chuck is 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 showing his foe far left, uh, you know, so he can possibly fend off an AOC challenge in a couple of years. But <laughs> uh, oh, you don't think so? No, I do think so. Um, Joe's response is not, "I am going to sign an executive action on day one." His response is, "There should be immediate congressional action." Ah, You know why Joe believes there should be congressional action? Because he doesn't think he's going to win? <laughs> no. No, it's not that at all. I don't, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't think that's it. I don't know. I don't know. Joe's, I throwing it out there. I don't know if Joe knows if he's won or not, to be honest with oh, you. But, well. but Joe, Joe wants congressional action because Joe doesn't want to do it. Uh. Joe does not want to sign an executive action. To wipe out all the student loan debt. Because you know where the majority of the student loan debt is going? You know you know where the majority of the student loan debt gets paid to? Federal government. Oh, well, sure. Joe is one of those old school Democrats? Yeah. That doesn't believe in wiping out money owed to the federal government. That's right. Whereas, in, in a way, it's very surprising to me that AOC and... And Elizabeth Warren and Chuck Schumer are all saying billions of dollars owed to the federal government. We should just take right off the rolls. Well, then how are you going to fund all of these programs that you want to fund? They'll figure it out. They're not. I mean, look, this is the election may be over, but they're still trying to appease their base. You want to immediately cancel all this money, take all this money out of the federal coffers. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to turn around and pay for your programs? It's just uh, stunning to me. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Max from Kennewick. Hi, Max. Max. Well, the question is, you know, uh, our government doesn't have any money. They're broke. They're uh, not only that, they're trillions in debt. They're not in a position to forgive anything to anybody. The other point is, what about all the people 
like my sons, for example, who paid theirs back over time. You know, I don't think they're going to be too happy that you decided to be Uncle Sugar to a bunch of people that either weren't bright enough to take something in college that led to any ability to pay back or just plain don't want to pay them back. Uh, you know, you had even people like nurses saying in some groups, I don't want to put everybody in the same pocket, but we are working in healthcare. care. It's dangerous. You should forgive all of our loans. Baloney. We all need to learn that when we borrow money, we have to pay it back. It's a, it's a stupid idea, but that doesn't surprise us considering the source. The other question I have is what would happen if all the businesses in Tri-Cities decided they were going to stay open? Just a, just a thought for the day. Thanks. Bye. I appreciate the call. Five four seven one six ten. If you'd like to join the conversation, you need you need a a lot of. I mean, you need a lot of businesses. You need a you need a large amount of businesses that are willing to withstand the fire to do that. You need hundreds of businesses, hundreds, um, hundreds of businesses that are mom and pops to do that to stand on the front line and say they're not going to comply. You need more than just some in King County that are claiming that they're going to um, not comply. You need you need a lot of, I mean, they, and they need to not break that line. If they decide to do it, hey, all for it. But they need to be concerted in their effort to not back down to show that we can do more damage to you than you can do to us, State of Washington. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K&A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Edie calling from West Pasco. What's on your mind, Edie? And, and uh, talking about our idiot Governor Inslee um, set aside $42 million for the illegals. I have no problem with the ones that migrate here. want to set aside $42 million for illegals. Meanwhile, state employees are all required to take furlough days without pay. Even if they have vacation, they can't use their vacation. They have to take unpaid days. And a lot of them are having to take seven days before the end of the year. You know, um, how does that work? It's the convoluted thing we call Governor Inslee, in all truth. Appreciate the call, 547-1610. I want to go back to the other point that Max made, the previous call about uh, loan forgiveness. Um, I took out, um, I actually at one point had two loans from college, and it was a choice. I knew what I was signing up for. I didn't like that I had to do it, but I wanted to, you know, get the college education of my choice, and to do that, I needed to take out loans. It took quite a bit of time to pay them off because um, despite what many people think, uh, the world of media is not a lucrative uh, occupation to get into. Uh, It is for Rob, but everyone else doesn't make very much money at all. Um, (laughs) Having said that, I I did pay off my loans and I was uh, I was proud of it. I was happy that it happened from from the perspective of the AOCs of the world. 
and whatnot, I think they're looking in the wrong place. You know, she laments the fact that all these kids, basically young adults, are coming out of college strapped with a ton of debt. Well, this has been a problem for a long time. And I I don't want to dismiss that fact. But the solution is not to wave a magic wand and make all the debt disappear. That's not the correct thing. What needs to be looked at is the cost of going to higher education, quite frankly. The costs have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And even if you want to go to a a state university, which obviously costs less than, say, a private college. But even if you want to go to a, a, you know, say you want to go to UW, WSU, something like that, the costs have grown exponentially. And you look at where those monies go to Mm -hmm. is salaries of employees Mm -hmm. from professors to athletic coaches and and things like that that is that's the real problem is the costs and and you know you can only get so much in scholarships and grants that you don't have to pay back sometimes you need to supplement with loans hey, because the cost is exorbitant i think if they want to do free college then i'm not saying free college oh, no, no 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 but that's what i'm talking about free college then it should be free professor Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottom line 610. Now, back to the show presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Welcome back to the bottom line news radio 610 KONA 547 is the number if you would like to get involved. Going right to the phones. You're up on the program. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Patty. I'm calling from Richland. What's on your mind, Patty? Well, I just kind of wanted to chime in on the whole college loan thing. There's it's a really complicated issue, of course, but a couple of things. First of all, uh, prices on college started going up exponentially when the the federal government got involved and started, you know, giving out grants and um, backing the student loans. So that subsidized the colleges, and that caused demand to go up, and that caused prices to raise. If the federal government got out of the business of doing that, that would help the problem. And and secondly, we have a whole generation, at least one or two generations of kids who have been told their entire life, you've got to get a four-year degree, you've got to get a four-year degree. And there's a lot of other ways for people to earn a living. There's trades, there's apprenticeships, there's, you know, two-year associate degrees, um, so I think we need to get more creative going forward in the direction that we point our kids. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely 100% could not agree more. We have demeaned trades. We have belittled trades. We have pushed kids in a concerted effort to go into debt at a significant level, all because of that government involvement. Let's go back to the phones here up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Bernie from Kennewick. What's up, Bernie? Um, tuning in late, so I just caught the tail end of this apparently has something to do with mom-and-pop businesses today that a caller said or you said yeah. what the subject is today. 
the place, Bernie. What's okay. up? Okay. No, you know what, Bernie? It, it, before you call in, do me a favor, and I'm not trying to be mean, okay? If you join the show late, listen for a little bit, and then call in if you have a question or a comment. I know that sounds mean, but, you know, if you, if you missed part of it, we're not going to rehash it. Um, just to get you caught up. Just say what you got to say. Yeah. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Back to the, uh, the education part of it. The last caller is correct. Once, uh, once the federal government started expanding uh, financial aid opportunities, it was viewed as a good thing, obviously. If, if you are someone who is a good student, maybe even a great student in high school, you have high aspirations, and you just happen to live in a family that doesn't make a lot of money, then yes, you maybe there's, there's an argument to be made that you can be helped. But what happened was that the help came across the board to a lot of people, and it became... A situation where the loans started becoming an issue, and yes, it led to a lot of debt. And now we have a, now we have a, a we we have a generation of people who are not only in debt up to their eyeballs because of exactly what that last caller said was the, you know, this idea that you had to get a four year education, but you also have people that are in debt without a meaningful degree where they can go on and do something. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Max from Kennewick. I had to call back because I had a brilliant idea. Let's hear it. You can't pay the money back. Just offer them uh, X number of uh, years in the armed services in lieu of. That should help everybody, right? Well, that's that's an idea. And, and for those that are in the know, if you, you know, if you sign up, for the military, you do get free education. You've got to you've got to put in the hours and the work to earn that. But yeah, I mean that's that's a possibility. There's endless possibilities. But I mean, I I think that many decisions were made, almost like the falling of dominoes, to to get us into this position. And I I again I do not believe that the answer is a wave of the wand and release people from their debt. How, do, how does that teach anybody any responsibility? Should there be ways in which people might, you know, be able to chip away at that debt, like volunteering or military service or a lot of things? You know, there were, there were examples of, of uh, I don't know if they were full-on loan forgiveness or not, but universities... Um, through a federal program a few years back, they may still do it now. If you got into a an industry that was in high demand, you would get some of your your uh, debt forgiven. You know, whether it be you know shortage of teachers, shortage of police officers, you know, any number of things. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky Umatilla. Hi, Sparky. Hey, I'll try to make it. I'll try to make it quick. Um... Uh, the student, the things are going to get worse because of the robotics and the, you know, all, all this stuff. Job core is Job core uh, still going, and then uh, 
Biden and the bunch are going to want to buy votes. They're going to open up the southern border. They're going to uh, eliminate everybody. They want the votes. They're going to buy the votes so that we're not ever going to be able to get a handle on this uh, runaway deal, you know. And uh, so anyway, I had one more thing, but I tell you what, I'll I'll, I'll bring it up later because it's going to take a little little bit. To, well, you don't know. No, for a long time, I thought you guys should go national, but. If you're going to make make it, you got to be rude to your callers. You got to give them about 15 seconds. You got to say you're burning daylight, and and this and that and the other thing. If you're if you're going, that should have given you some pointers, guys. Oh, okay? well, it's Pre- a good appreciate thing. that. It's a good thing we don't want to go national. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we like scorching the earth around here instead of uh, instead of the national. Appreciate the call. It, yeah, it, that that's obviously tongue in cheek. We you know. Try not to be rude to callers and try. and give people, you know, unless we're coming up on a on a commercial break, which we are in a couple of minutes. But we're looking at the clock and, and I can say things like, let's take this next caller. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey, guys, it's Chris. From Arsene. And Chris, I can also tell you that we have about two minutes. OK, uh, I got a quick good idea on uh, these kids coming out with an astronomical debt and uh, uh, degrees that they can't make money on. Number one, uh, Fannie Mae needs to be retired. Number two, uh, you should have to qualify and the money should uh, have to be spent on specific things, not just the um, uh, getting the college experience. Um, uh, no loans for uh you know, degrees that just don't make money. In other words, there has to be a calling for what you're getting your degree on in order to get the loan. Uh, so I think there needs to be a lot more regulation, a lot more oversight, or just stop giving the loans out because apparently people don't know how to spend money. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Five four seven one six ten. I I had to to smirk a little bit. When he said that the college experience, now this is this is maybe just me being an old guy looking back on my time in college. The whole college experience thing is a, is a, is a touch overrated. Um, I had a wonderful time in college, and I you know academically was fun, uh, socially was fun. Um, it, it, I would not I would change very very little of my college experience, um, but. I think that whole pie in the sky notion that, you know, oh, you'll be missing out on that college experience. What, pray tell, is that college experience that that going to a large state-run university and getting a lot in debt? What what are you going to be missing out? Staying up all night drinking with your friends, puking in the hallways, stumbling home to your to your dorm room at 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 o dark thirty. Uh, you know, having a disgusting roommate. I mean, you can do all those wonderful things just being a regular adult. You don't need to fork over yeah. tens of thousands of dollars to do that. Well, but the other thing, too, is that increase that came along with federal involvement also went to increase salaries and increase things that it's going to be awfully hard to roll those back. It's be awfully yeah. hard to tell, tell the academia elite that you're going to get a pay cut. No, you just fire them and well, and just rehire people at a lower rate. That's what happens in the public se- or in the private sector you all the time. Go, you can tell them to go get a, learn a trade. Oh, I know.